0: Hey, this is Robert Sam Piper ESPN radio 935 Derek Piper Lante Let's got our good buddy on the phone his towing phone line fresh off vacation in South Carolina Jeremy Warner the birdman line to inquire Jeremy how we doing
1: I like that birdman <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you're saying uh doing great guys uh wife and I got away to Charleston South Carolina went to the to the south first time i have been down there and uh, good food, mm. good people, uh, great architecture, and great history. So it was a, it was a nice trip.
2: Karen and I had a chance to go there about three years ago, and everybody out there was like, well, you know, do this, do this, do this. But they're like, you have to eat breakfast at one of the yeah. places. And we did, and wow. <laughs> it was one was of the best. Hot Little Biscuits? Yes, yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it was incredible. It really was.
0: Jeremy did have some news here while we were on the the air. Uh, Youngstown State transfer Anthony Johnson, a defensive lineman, bolstering that that group for Brett Brett Bielema. That's been a focus so far early on. What do you make of that addition?
1: I think it's big um, because you know this is the third defensive line transfer they've added. Uh, Yale graduate transfer Clay Patterson uh, announced his commitment a week ago. Auburn transfer Anetche Sledge uh, announced his. commitment a week ago as well so to go three for three i think that that tells you the pitch they have with johnny newton and keith randolph and i got to give a shout out because the first two things weren't all that great maybe part of that had to do with newton and randolph being on the team and nobody wanted to compete with them but Terrence jamison is doing a really good job uh in in this recruiting cycle uh to add a turk who also can play offensive line but demetrius john Angela McCollum all legitimate power five defensive line prospects who will sign next week and then to go out in the transfer portal and immediately address these needs. Um, it's huge. Now, I, I will say that with transfer recruits, as we found out with Avery Jones last year, you got to recruit them until they get to campus, right. which is in mid-January. That's going to be really important for Illinois. But to get those three who can all make an immediate impact, and Anthony Johnson, Clay Patterson, both with one year of eligibility, they can kind of bridge that gap and, and keep you competitive. They won't be Johnny Newton or Keith Randolph probably, <laughs> but uh, both these guys were really you know, sought after. Anthony Johnson had a better offer with than even Claire Patterson. Wisconsin wanted him, got him on campus. Rutgers got him on campus. Michigan State had offered. And then this week, right as he was going in decision mode, Texas A&M and Arkansas offered wow. as well. So um, for Illinois to win that one, uh, I, I think it's big, and he's just a plug-and-play guy that, uh, we'll probably immediately start and give them some needed, proven quantity on the defensive
2: line. Is the other side of the line now where you try to go next with that offense in terms of the tackle? Obviously, I know you're high on Henderson, uh, possibly playing one of the yeah. tackle spots. But is is that would that be Jeremy Warner's next goal? Is let's let's shore up that <laughs> offensive line. More importantly,
1: it's Illinois', Illinois goal. Uh, well, right. uh, New Mexico left tackle, would be a plug-and-play guy, one year of eligibility left. But one of the best, F- uh, not FCS, a group of five left tackles in the country it Was All Mountain West, which is a pretty good conference. Uh, he visited last week, and they're pushing hard to close on that one. Uh, it'd be huge just to get a left tackle, maybe not have to force Brandon Henderson into duty right away in his second year and kind of give him a year to kind of get ready for that and maybe compete on the inside A guard and help improve you there. Uh, that's going to be a big one. I've heard some schools out west have been interested in him, including some some teams that potentially go from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten, so Illinois has got some top competition. Uh, but I, I had not reported it yet, but I, I do know two power five or two offensive linemen, including one power five guy, are going to be visiting this weekend. I nice. uh, still put out there Kevin Wigginson, Michigan State, guard who's got a lot of experience, a couple-year starter. Uh, he's likely to be on campus this weekend. So, uh, they'd be big to get him. But I, I wouldn't be shocked, guys, if they try to land multiple guys in the offensive line. Like If you could add two tackles and a guard, Ooh. you'd feel a heck of a lot better, um, especially at that tackle position. If you can add two tackles, I, I think they can upgrade a guard. I, I know Josh Gesty and-, and Josh Cruz, obviously, is probably going to be in the center. But, um, you know, Guy Crisler was pretty good but if you can force more competition by adding a Kevin Wigginson on the interior, give yourself more flexibility and depth. You know, I, I think that's really important is, is adding more playable, feel good depth because Brett being was that after the season, uh, one regret he probably has is not adding another offensive line yeah, because yeah. the injuries they had, the lack of competition, forcing some guys, that I just don't think they were comfortable playing late in the year um, and early in the year. I, I think that's uh, really hurt them during that first six games so uh i I think they're not going to be afraid to recruit over guys and i think that's really important uh when you go into big 10 i would also say guys uh, i would also say defensive back is a huge need chase Canada, juco uh cornerback is is set to announce tomorrow i feel great about illinois there Uh, but they're looking for guys who can make it maybe an even more immediate impact particularly at corner so I would expect uh, another transfer corner to Vincent this weekend
2: as well. Well, we'll keep reading. a I inquire, Jeremy Werner, our guest here on the Tapman Stowing phone line, he is bracing himself for the White Sox question coming up later. Oh, God. And also, <laughs> uh, just so everybody knows, I am his number one source for information. But that is something we're not going to touch on today. Uh, i got ask... to out my
1: sources.
2: <laughs> oh, that's right. I outed myself. I
1: guess, I guess you can
2: out yourself. But... <laughs> so, I think everybody out there would understand that I am not your source <laughs> for information. All right. So in terms of the ones that have the players that have entered the portal from Illinois, anybody really surprise you there? Or even, you know, I mean, you don't have to mention names. Has there been a couple that maybe didn't enter the portal that maybe in your mind you thought, "Ah, that's pretty cool. They're staying.
1: You know, one thing Brett has done an unbelievable job of is retention. Agreed. Uh and, and I know I know fans are you get so excited about adding talent. That's really, really important. I'm not saying it's not because they need to make upgrades. They need to do better in the transfer portal than they did last year. But they could not have done any better retaining players last year. And that, that's a key reason they were really – I know they didn't get through the bowl game. I know they didn't live up to their expectations. They also didn't bottom out because they had Johnny Deaton. They had Keith Randolph. I'll even say they had Gabe Ackett. who probably could have made more money elsewhere. Um, right. Isaiah Williams staying for another year. Those are so huge for Illinois just to, to stay competitive and not have to fill more holes. Like, you're not going to find better players in the transfer portal, uh, you know, than Isaiah Williams or sure. Scott Coleman this year. So retaining those guys is still going to be really important and those conversations uh, continue to happen. Um, you know, obviously with NIL, um, Johnny Newton, Keith Randolph is leaving, and, you know, Icon really making a push to, to raise funds. I think those guys are going to have a nice NIL package come back to Illinois. I think guys like Caden Fagan, Pat Bryant, uh, are going to have really nice NIL packages come back to Illinois. Nice. So uh, that that's been pretty good. And I they've lost a couple guys that that certainly could make an impact. Reggie Love is just a good player. I think he's a really great number two running back, but he probably doesn't want to be the number two running back. Uh, he's visiting Purdue this weekend. Um, obviously, he's got a lot of. Uh, familiarity with that coaching staff, including Corey Patterson, who's the wide receiver's coach. But, um, you know, he's, he's a loss. they got to replace him. Aiden Lawfrey is going to have to step up. Khalil Valentine, the freshman four-star composite prospect, can he make an immediate impact? You know they have big, physical guys, but you do need, uh, you know, kind of more versatile back. And we'll see if Aiden lawfrey in particular uh, can be that guy he's still have the whole spring ahead of him while so many of these other guys are injured. So I do think that's a loss. Billy, you feel like you hope you have the position there where you can make up for it. Um, But also, Tav Nicholson—I know he had a terrible year, guys.
3: Right? He he led the
1: FBS defenders in penalties, but he was experienced. He was a cover guy, and he went to Ole Miss. Uh, Kenota Hudson recruited him here to Illinois. He's going to have a chance to start at Ole Miss. It's probably going to be a top fifteen team in the country, right? So I, I don't think he's not a loss. Like he was a starter. He was probably your best starter at cornerback if I include David Scott, he's your second best starter at cornerback. So you still have to replace that. That's why it's going to be really important for Illinois uh, to land probably two cornerbacks over the next couple of weeks.
0: You know the voice, Jeremy Staff. Warner of alina Inquirer on the Tapman's towing phone line. Uh, as far as the receiver position goes, obviously still waiting word from Isaiah Williams. What's your gauge as of right now on, on what that looks like for him? And if Illinois does not bring him back, do they have enough internally Pat Bryant Malik Elzey, uh, I know that Canari Wilcher's shown and flashed a little bit as well uh, to to replace him. To not feel like you have to go get a receiver in the portal, or how do you view that?
1: Well, Derek, I think they already kind of hedged their bets a little bit by adding JUCO wide receiver Mario Sanders, uh, mm. was not very highly recruited, but he's a slot receiver. Led all junior college players in receptions and touchdowns. It was number three in receiving yards. So. He's not Isaiah Williams, but can he be a Donnie Navarro-plus player? Potentially. I think he's got that kind of potential. He had him. Hank Beatty, who's still got to show himself here. Jari Wiltshire has got speed. You have some options in the slot, and I think they could use Pat Bryant there. A little bit more, actually. They kind of worked him in there a little bit last year. But um, if he was Isaiah Williams, that's a huge blow. Um, and I, I think his decision is going to be fascinating for me. I've seen him kind of projected as a 6th or 7th round pick or an undrafted free agent. Uh, at Illinois, I think he can make a boatload of money. Uh, I think he can make more guaranteed money at Illinois and maybe potentially help his draft stock a little, but he would be the face of the franchise here. Uh, he can set records at Illinois, but most importantly, I think he'd have that guaranteed money uh, and really could assert himself as kind of like Johnny Newton coming back for another year. Like, mm. You can assert yourself as a kind of an Illinois legend. Uh, and I, I do think that stuff kind of matters, but some guys are ready to move on. The initial word I heard was Isaiah might be that kind of guy. But I think when you have conversations, start realizing, oh, I can make hundreds of thousands right. of dollars by playing college football for another year. Uh, while the NFL, I might not be guaranteed a roster spot if I'm a 6th, 7th round pick or a late round pick. I think like Isaiah Williams and Seth Coleman, that's going to be really intriguing. So uh, big, big decisions coming up. But I do think those are the main guys that, that don't annoy. that NIL that they have, a lot of it will go to those guys. So it's a huge decision. Illinois is not active like wide receiver is the biggest need on their team. Right. Um, I think after those three needs we talked about defensive line, offensive line, and defensive back, tight end is going to be the next one because Tip Ryman is, is all in on the NFL draft. So they might need another tight end to go along with Griffin Moore, Tanner Arkin, Henry Boyer, uh, a guy who can potentially make a medium impact. But um, that, they haven't pushed incredibly hard yet for a tight end. I would have wide receiver. After that, maybe running back if, if they didn't feel good about the injuries. But it's all been about the trenches and the defensive backfield so
0: far. I know a cross sport comparison, but another year is doing just fine for Terrence Shannon on the basketball side. So mm, uh, good call. Maybe bring that up with Isaiah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as far as the um, what needs to happen the rest of the way, I know we've touched on this throughout, but kind of we, we were discussing a little bit before bringing you on. Just your initial gauge on what next season will look like. We know the schedule is going to get tougher. Uh, you know, Dylan Gabriel not going to Oregon. So we were under, okay, Bo next is gone. What's that going to look like? We know they'd still be tough. What do you think needs to happen for Illinois to be competitive when the competition is ratcheting up? And although just kind of a, a quick aside too, Jeremy, like the the Kansas thing, that, that was an interesting report to come out. And we know that right. with uh, Jalen Daniels, they could be pretty tough coming to town if they do.
1: Yeah, for, you know, I understand. Like Illinois got some scheduling things they need to figure out because that EIU game uh, got messed up with the Big Ten schedule. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I don't, for me personally, it wouldn't make sense to go to Kansas and not return that game. I agree. To top twenty-five team week two, you're probably going to be one and zero playing a lower-level the next week before. You could sell out that state. I think that's really important. Like, why wouldn't you want to? Take advantage of that. I get getting to a bowl game and, and if our future scheduling for Josh Whitman and Brett Bielma, with Mizzou already locked in, I know people want to buy out that game. Josh Whitman can all in about that, but you gotta schedule easy because the Big Ten doesn't have easy games. Right. But I do like like this the point of this is to be entertained.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. And
1: I think Kansas coming here with a top twenty five team in this quarterback, potentially to get revenge. I think that's a fun, entertaining game. Now you're not going to be saying that if you lose 34-23 and get down 34-7 again. But that's how the coaches to better prepare them. Uh, But to answer your first question, Derek, they got to develop. They they, they have to add more talent, obviously, but they have to develop the talent that they have now recruited, whether it's transfers or the, the class of 2022, class of 23. They need Luke Altmaier to take a step forward, and I am bullish on Luke Altmaier. They need Caden Fagan to be a star running back next year. They need to keep Pat Bryan and Isaiah Williams and, and those guys to, to have a, a passing attack that I'm excited about. Then they need to fill the holes in the offensive line uh, and make sure that group takes another step forward uh, after starting off terribly last year. And then, you know, Aaron Henry has to be better. Uh, and, and how can you be better without Johnny Newton and Keith Randolph? We'll see. But I think Brett Dielman has a big year development on that defensive side of the ball because that just killed you uh, at the end of last year when the offense was playing well. The defense was really inconsistent. That back end was just so bad. Uh, and you got to re- you got to rethink, do we need to change things up schematically in the defense? Do I need to change things of how I call a game? So it's going to be a huge year for those guys to develop um, not only the the talent, but to develop their scheme, their approach in games, which I felt like Barry Loney was really giving me a chance to win a lot of games late in the season. Probably right. didn't early, uh, but the defense did not. So they have to develop with the coaching staff and the players that they they have to be a developmental program, but you need other guys to take steps forward. Like Gabe Atkins, can he be the star yep. next year? Can Seth Coleman, if you keep him, can he be a double digit stack guy? Help you kind of replace uh, Johnny Newton and Keith Randolph? Does Dylan Rosiac kind of assert himself um, as a star we all saw late in the season? And can they find some guys for the defensive backs to emerge? So it's a huge year for the coaching staff. Because I know they've only had, this will be their third prep recruiting class, but it is now their program. This is now their roster. And they have to get the most out of it. And we didn't see that all of last year. We
2: saw it the first two years,
1: I thought. I thought they maximized those rosters for the most part. Yep. But last year, I don't think that was the case.
2: Good call. How about switch to basketball now? Obviously, an older team for Illinois. They go out east and they hammer Rutgers, Get take care of FAU. They drop back a little bit against Tennessee, but that was obviously a tough place to play. And I, I feel like the Vols were really needing that game. What do you Mm -hmm. think so far of this Illinois team? And I guess yesterday, Pipes and I talked all about how the Big Ten is down, obviously, and and some wins this weekend would help. But how do you forecast Illinois through kind of this Big Ten? I know we still have some non-cons to go, but how do you forecast this team through the Big Ten? Piper, can you back me up here?
1: What did I say about the team before the year? I was like – I think this is a good team, not a great team. I don't know why everyone's so nervous about that. Is that true?
0: Yes, yeah. That is very true. Yeah. Okay. Good call.
1: That's kind of how I feel about them. Like okay. I, they have kind of been the team I thought they would be, which is probably better than a lot of other people said after they didn't land Ray J. Dennis. And I understand why there's so much spreading. It's part of why you lost to Tennessee, that you didn't have that guard. Yep. And maybe against Marquette. If you had. Ray J. Dennis on your team in those two games, you might be 9-0, right?
4: Mm-hmm. So I,
1: I understand why that was so important, but I also think it overlooked like Brad Underwood put together a pretty good roster here. Like Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins coming back, that's in the story of the Brad Underwood era. these stars coming back for a year that we did not expect. And Terrence Shannon is right now a first-team All-American, Coleman Hawkins has seen the impact. I know some people don't like him, but he makes a, such a huge impact. Yes, he does. Both offensively and defensively. Um, he's so much better than any other option they have there. Like, And then you've added Joe Mass, who might be inconsistent, but we've seen how he can help the team and how he's probably a little bit more consistent uh, than Matt Meyer, but just doesn't have the feeling uh, all the time of Matt Meyer. Um, and then Quincy Garrier has been phenomenal. Justin Harmon. We've seen what he can do in just making some winning plays. Um, they lack the point guard with a shooting. Be good most of the season. I don't know. But when this team's cooking, they can beat anybody in the country. Uh, but they do have some flaws that might keep them from reaching a final four ceiling or a Big Ten ceiling. But they are very relevant. I think they're a the top 25 team that will be the entire season. I think they can push Purdue, I don't think they'll beat Purdue for the Big Ten championship, but I think they are definitely one of the top three teams in the Big Ten, and I know everybody's always wanting more, but, boy, I think there's probably 12 other programs that would switch positions to Illinois right now because they have one of the best players in the country. I think they're one of the better defenses. I won't say they're elite after what we've seen the last two games against elite competition, but they're a good defense. I think they're starting to figure out some things offensively and have enough that uh, they can win a lot of games in the Big Ten and get a pretty high seed in the Big Ten uh, in the NCAA tournament. So uh, I'm high on this team. I'm not ridiculously high on this team, but I think they're going to be good, Um, whether they can be great or
0: Jeremy, on the note of the Big Ten, and I wrote about today on the line I inquired, just there there is going to be some things with the Big Ten being down. There might be fewer opportunities for quad one wins for Illinois, but kind of on the note of of the league, uh, do you think that there's a chance, like if you were to try to place your chips on one of these teams to bounce back, whether it be Michigan state, Maryland, uh, you know, Indiana's in that mix as well. Although their ceiling might be capped because they don't really have a, a great guard play, uh, what has kind of been your take of a of a lackluster league on the whole so far, and, and who are you maybe not writing off quite yet if there is one team?
1: Yeah, it's bad for the league because, as you wrote today, Derek, like it's going to be hard to, to get quad on wins. It has been the last two years, so um, for for a team like Illinois, what hurts about the Marquette and Tennessee losses because you were so close and had an opportunity is you're not going to have many more opportunities. Like outside of Purdue, uh, and if you get the right road game. Yeah, you might have chances to do that. Like winning at Wisconsin would be so huge. Right. I don't even know if that's on the schedule this year, but like just winning on the road at some of these better programs is going to be important. Uh, I wouldn't, you can never write off Michigan state. Right. But I think we all, uh, besides Michael too, probably underestimated what the loss of Jilly Hauser would do. He's such a good shooter. He's the best rebounder. He's probably their best player last year and just made everything easier for AJ um, and Tyson Walker, but they have talent and Tom Mizzle usually figures it out. But what's their feeling? Is it like an eight seed is it like mm. fifth in the big 10. Like they just struggle to score. And I did not, I was so high on Maryland. I had them above the Illinois coming into the year. I did not see them struggling this much. There's too much talent on that team to, to not be winning games right now and not being able to shoot and score. Like they, there's something wrong there. Like I, I was kind of in on Kevin Willard uh, after last season, but uh, there's something's got to be off uh, yeah. at Maryland. So Michigan State would probably be the team. I do like Wisconsin. They're probably a five or six seed in the NCAA tournament when it all happens. But I think them in Illinois are probably two and three uh, in the Big Ten right now. But there's a lot of bad after that. Like Northwestern probably makes the to tournament. I think Indiana has enough talent to do it. But boy, I think it'd be as like a nine through eleven seed if they got in. But kudos to, to uh, you know, their coach. Right? He gets talent in the front court, but, man, Mike Woodson needs to get some guards. Like, if they just had <laughs> one guard, like, can you imagine them with Dalton Connect? Oh,
3: man. They, were oh, able my. To land
1: him, they would have been one of the top teams in the Big Ten for sure, and at least given the, the Big Ten another premier team. So, uh, it's bad. Like, I do I remember, Derek, the last year. 2017 when they had four teams. I think Nebraska was the four seed in the Big Ten tournament. Didn't make it. Oh, so the yeah. tournament was like oh, 20 wow. wins. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's always been a deep
2: league. It is not a deep league. No.
0: Follow Jeremy on Twitter. I know you already do, at Warner All right, to wrap up, Jeremy, I, I oh, kind boy. of semi-promised the the audience before the, yes. this segment that we would – Find some common ground and come up with a Dylan Cease to the Cardinals trade that we both makes would agree sense. with. It
2: just makes sense.
0: Let's start the negotiations.
2: <laughs> we'll take Cease. Okay. Um, yeah, you will take Cease. Uh, that, that is a good start. Um, who, who? What's
1: your proposal? You got to make the first off.
0: Okay. Um, We'll give you Tink Hentz, who's our top pitching prospect. Yeah, he's uh, need one of those. Are you interested in a shortstop now that the Tim Anderson era might be gone? We or need done? one of those. Uh, uh we
1: have we kind of have a future one in Colston Montgomery, but he could end up at third base. But we do need middle of the infield count.
2: You're not getting rid is of it, Mason is it too Wynn much
0: to do Hentz and Wynn? That might be too much. Ooh. Maybe we can give you Mason Wynn, who's our shortstop. What are you getting? Top young back? prospect.
2: No, I don't want DeJong. I don't want to get rid of Wynn. Okay, so would Tommy so we probably
1: are not getting
2: Dylan <laughs> Okay, okay, we got to be aggressive with this. So if 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 it's win and and Tink, does that do it? Those or are do you our top two prospects, yeah. or do you need more?
1: Uh, well, how about you give me? That's a good start. For it. uh, it's, a, it's a strong offer. I'm not going to go uh, Stevie J and ask you for Jordan Walker, <laughs> Walker right? Uh, <laughs> correct. Yeah, uh, and everybody else, but. Uh, I will take Mason, Wynn, Pete Kent. and Can you? Yeah, you an outfielder there that you want to throw at me? Uh,
0: you, you want Dylan Carlson? Yeah, I will be.
1: take. I will take that. That that's a good offer. I will take
0: that. Okay, there it is.
1: That's a pretty good deal then. That, that's a give me an outfielder. I can just throw in there. And probably two or typical Cardinals outfielder, uh, and then Mason Wynn, defender could help me up the middle. But Pete Kent has got to be in there because
2: I you agree. need a pitcher coming back with Cease is controlled, what, another year? Two years. Two, Two years. years. Two, Two years. You got
1: him for about, what, $20 million, something like that. Oh, wow. Guys.
2: Let's make it he happen. Never
1: gets, he, he rarely gets hurt. But.
2: Okay. I'll, I'll text Mo tonight. I'll let you text <laughs> your guy.
1: He needs some help, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, it, I respect the heck out of Mo's record, but, uh, man. He seems like he's got a fire under
2: him right now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, Jeremy. It was weird living down in your area last year. Like, it was weird in living in area. that. <laughs> Welcome, on. It's a miserable place to be when you give up on your team and- Late April. That does suck, man. You know, because...
1: Baseball is out of your
2: life, and you're like, what the heck am I supposed to do? (laughs) Like you always used to say, baseball is like your best friend. You know, it's just always there. And, in yeah, when May rolls around and you don't even care, it's like... Oh my lord! I don't like this. Yeah, well,
1: it makes me—it makes me miss the days of us, you know, bad on the Twins until September and we fall <laughs> apart. I mean, that beats what we've been doing here. <laughs>
2: At least then you could hate Nick Punta and just really hate him because it was a meaningful game late in the year. Yeah, and it's like, ah, if we just,
1: yeah, if we just get Adam LaRoche and Melky Cabrera, then we'll beat the Twins.
2: <laughs>
1: I have no hope going into this year other than hey, the prospect.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Hey, the kids are growing fast. They are. I mean, that's. They're, uh, <sighs> they're seven,
1: and uh,
2: Lily turns five in a month. Wow. Does she rule the family? I mean, just just throw it out there.
1: Uh, well, it's hard to rule family. with Tiffany. I but, was gonna say yeah.
2: Tiff's still pretty. <laughs> is, yeah,
1: she is, is a mini Tiffany, so oh, I love it. But uh, it, it makes for
2: us boys on are definitely on the lower tier. <laughs> <series. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Just eat what I throw down. Okay, that sounds good. Yep. <laughs> well, well I'm the one. I'm the
1: one making dinner, so they gotta. They
2: gotta oh, well, boom. Well, boom. We'll tell Tiff hi. We always love to visit okay. with Tiff. So, all right, buddy. It's always great to catch up, my friend. And uh, glad you got to go on a little vacation here before everything gets hectic again. All right, boys. Have a good weekend. You too, buddy.
0: See you, Jeremy. Jeremy Warner on the Tattman's Towing phone line.
2: Good Ooh, to talk wow. And we actually
0: uh, didn't get an immediate. No, we didn't rah, that. Rah, well, I was even slow to it as well, you know.
2: I was going to say, I think you were even testing. I, I, it. I was a little lagging on that for mm, sure. He must be tired from his South Carolina trip. Uh, whatever their names are. Trevor, he took care of that yesterday.
0: Yep. He did t- it twice. He did it, I think, the, oh, he did? the wow. day you weren't here and then the very next day. He was quick on, the, quick on the trigger.
2: We still got um, a drink song to play before. We, right we do.
0: I don't think the text line agrees with our trade.
2: Oh, okay. Too um, much. I think when you threw in wind, that Cl- Cliff probably- wanted
0: just Dylan Carlson for Dylan C. Straight up. Oh, D- Dylan wow. for Dylan. That I know he's saying that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in jest. But Scott says they should pay up and sign another starter. Uh, he also mentioned that trading our top pitching prospect for a guy that's only had one great year. Maybe uh a risk involved in, in that sense. It's true. Uh I, I don't know. I I'm not worried too much about Dylan Season. I know his ERA was like four and a half last right, year. But right. I mean he was lights out the year before that. And and even in twenty twenty one. I mean it was a sub sub four ERA struck out a lot of guys. He's still what, twenty seven? Yeah. I'll take him. I'll take him in a heartbeat.
2: It's funny, Maxwell said everyone will be chasing the Dodgers. Yeah, so it really would be for nothing today. But won't we be saying that for like the next five years? Uh, yeah. Today I texted with a buddy yeah. in Chicago, and he he um, added to the text uh, another buddy of mine, and they're both big Cubs fans. And I said on my reply text, I said two Cubs fans on this thread. I'm uncomfortable. And Rio, my buddy, texted back or emailed back and said, well, it doesn't even matter because the Dodgers are the team yeah. that is going to dominate. I don't know. It, They've it's,
0: choked in the playoffs before. so let's, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We've also seen the Yankees spend a lot of money. And when's the last time the Yankees won a World Series? It's been Series? a while. It has but been a while. Don't get me wrong. Mookie, Freeman, Shohei.
2: I mean, come on.
0: Now they got glass now. Oh, they did? Now, Where did yeah, I miss that? They just got him yesterday in a
2: trade. Oh, well, yeah. Never mind. If he actually stays healthy for them, he'll be electric. Yes, he will. I gotta go shut that door again. The, I gave the bird every opportunity. He was man, he was Jeremy
0: tra- said something about this team clicking, and then all of a sudden that bird's like
2: <laughs> his <laughs> wings were I flapping it, against the wall or something. I thought I it know. got into our event. It might be. But it's not, it's still on the outside.
0: This is worse than when the squirrel gets in the tree on Christmas vacation.
2: <laughs> I did notice that we have a little Christmas tree here, so the bird can at least make a home for the weekend when nobody else is here. Yeah. You're running outside. Are you going to go get it some waxworms so at least it has something No, to
0: eat? I'm going to call my father-in-law, who uh, <laughs> shot a couple of deer here last week. And I'm going if he's interested in a pigeon, even though it's not a, it's not a pigeon.
2: Who was it, Randy, said is, is the bird a peacock? <laughs> All of a Pretty sudden, good. a peacock just comes running around the corner and just stares at me on the outside. I'll be like, Yeah. showdown with a peacock. Yeah, nope, it's not a peacock. It's a little sparrow. So we're trying sparrow, to get him yeah. out of here, and and I don't know how to do it. I've been whistling at it. I've been doing everything I know how to do.
0: Maybe he'll want to hear the sweet sounds of Brad Underwood's voice oh. talking about Colgate, <laughs> which will influence him to fly out into the the world. But uh, regardless,
2: we're going to play that next.
0: Let's go. This is the drive.
2: Ah, the holidays. The time of the year when gifts come in and stuff goes into the garage. You can leave that stuff there just for now or schedule two minute in a truck junk removal to come out and remove it for you. Two men in a truck has multiple solutions. If the just for now stuff isn't needed, we can junk it. If it's items you need later, we can store the just for now stuff until later. Has your just for now become more than you anticipated? Two men in a truck has solutions for your residential and commercial
5: junk removal at twomenschampagne.com. Don't miss your chance to cheer on fighting Illini basketball this season. Ah! Deafening in here, 15,000, another set out. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. And
4: Illinois overcomes their largest deficit of the season.
5: Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season.
4: The Illini win it!
5: Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. In an ever-changing real estate market, it is so important to work with experienced agents like Russ and
2: Nick Taylor with the Taylor teams at Taylor Realty Associates. They have the knowledge and expertise to get your home sold for the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Trust the experience and success of Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor team at Taylor Realty Associates. Give them a call today at 217-355-0700 or visit them online at taylorboys.com. That's taylorboys.com. The hammering, the sawing the drilling all the sounds of the workplace and music to our ears you can be a part of construction projects large and small as a carpenter's local 243 member learn to excel with apprentice and journeyman training members enjoy all the benefits this internationally recognized union has to offer it's a life-changing decision join the local 243 family tradition contact carpenter's local 243 at 217-356-5463
4: looking to supercharge your business with digital marketing hi i'm stevie j and in 40 years of radio one thing has remained the same we deliver real results for our clients and your business is our business too i'm excited to announce stevie j digital your digital marketing partner Aside from our tried and true radio campaigns, we offer website building, social media management, search engine optimization, search marketing, logo design, and brand management. Our expert digital marketing team is here to maximize your online potential and help grow your business. That means our web developers will create a stunning user-friendly website that leaves a lasting impression on your visitors. So the secret to growing your business in 2024 is an email away. Contact diane.ducey, diane.ducey at sjbroadcasting.com and let us show you what we're offering on digital marketing in 2024. That's diane.ducey, d-u-c-e-y at sjbroadcasting.com.
6: So when was the last time you saw a best deal guarantee? You mean a promise that actually held up? Right. That some unknown online entity didn't want you to log in and download a code and then re-verify as you join some club? Drives you nuts, I know. And then once you purchase that set of steak knives? Well, Dick Van Dyke Appliance World is a lot simpler. You find a verified great deal and they beat it. Just show them the deal you saw. A newspaper clipping or the online cart price will do, and then you're good. At Dick Van Dyke Appliance World, it's one of those instances where you see a best deal guarantee and... You get the best deal.
4: This is Dennis Rieken, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Our exclusive 10-year protection plan comes free with most appliance
5: purchases. Whether it's a GE, Whirlpool, Frigidaire, Bosch, or any of our 30 brands, I guarantee we will beat any competitor's deal. Wow!
4: When it comes to finding a reliable vehicle, look no further than Sarah Champagne, your trusted automotive destination. They carry a lineup of top brands, including Honda. BMW, Subaru, GMC, and Buick. And they're not just about cars. They're about people. Their team is dedicated to providing you with trustworthy service and dependable vehicles that fit your lifestyle. Experience the difference at Sarah Champagne. Visit Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, Champagne.com.
3: Crossroads Contractor Supply specializes in the delivery of tools and supplies within a 150-mile radius of Champaign-Urbana. Reliable, timely, and with reasonable prices, Crossroads Contractor Supply knows what equipment and tools are needed for your job. Their slogan, we have it when you need it. Get the job done right with proper tools and equipment. Did something break? Construction materials as well as safety equipment all available. Call 402-8123. Visit Crossroads Contractor Supply I-L dot com. There's an inviting holiday chill waiting for you at your local Merle Norman. The Holiday 2023 color collection is available now featuring a gift-worthy opal eyes palette filled with nine limited editions soft-touch shadows. Pair your palette with three shades of crisp candy cane scented tinted lip balm, including a neutral cashmere cream, a dimensional plum shimmer, and a red sangria cream. Shop Holiday Limited Editions while supplies last. Merle Norman's 706 West Market View Drive.
7: Coming off a very, very busy week last week with three games on the road. Um, nice to uh, kind of settle in, let our guys settle in with no games uh, during a very challenging time with finals. It's always a uh, little bit of chaos uh, from the standpoint of scheduling, uh, moving practices around, uh, guys having to leave early. Uh, But um, that's all part of it. Uh, But it was nice to be here. Uh, I thought we had a really good week uh, on the road. A little disappointing, obviously, the Tennessee loss, but uh, a lot to learn from that. Uh, Give Tennessee credit. It's hard to go on the road and be the top 10 team in their building. Uh, But uh, I thought we did some some positive things. Uh, Obviously, now we get Colgate, uh, who's exceptional um, they're very very big uh, they're an ncaa tournament team uh, they're extremely well coached uh, they're different They'll, this would be a big 10 prep type team uh, in terms of the physicality the size 611 uh, 610 the five and the four uh, they're one of the top teams in america and, and, and post-ups and all that being said they've got a lead point guard uh, point guard is, is great mid-range Shoots ton of floaters. Uh, they've got uh, one of the best three-point shooters in America uh, to go alongside him. So this is a very, very good basketball team
4: that will uh, played like very, very well beyond the game. This, is this week between games similar in intensity and practices like it was uh, leading up to Rutgers?
7: Yes and no. You, you also have to understand as a coach. Uh, There's a lot of uh, anxiety, there's a lot of uh, mental fatigue, maybe that goes along with finals, Um, and uh, uh, we haven't been out here forever, Um, maybe gone as long, I thought we had very good days on, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, was just kind of an individual day. Uh, we touched on some things then, we were off Thursday, and now we're back on game prep and stuff. We were, we were, we were very solid on that, uh, on that end of things. So uh, just a little different mindset when, you, when you're dealing with finals. And, and uh, so, but it, it's been good. Kind of nine-game sample size.
5: Primarily
7: a point. What have you seen from him? You talked about the media conversation with Chester about being more vocal. How have you seen him step into the role? Yeah, you know, I think it's a really hard position to play. Uh, you know, you, you, it's your quarterback. You can't just know what you do. You have to know what everybody else does. Uh, you, have to, you have to know who's Ziggs and who's uh so to speak. And uh, he's done very, very well. He's been exceptional on the defensive side. Uh, That's been my biggest concern, to be very honest, is is making sure that, uh, you know, there was comfort there. Uh, He's been really, really good. His size, his length, his athleticism, uh, you know, strength. uh, Getting over ball screens has been very good. Uh, You know, he's playing really unselfish. He's making a lot of the right reads, so I've been very, very comfortable with him. And, um, uh, again, that's a... uh, Tribute to him and how hard he's worked. Minutes
1: for King game, Danger have been
7: kind of up and down. Is that a bit about matchups, or do you want to see more from him? Oh, it's or, almost or? all matchups. It's been, it's been matchups. It's been uh, you know, trying to win a game and whatever presents itself. You know, they were you know, the other night against Tennessee. They're in drop coverages, and, and you can exploit that with Coleman and his pops. And, And uh, and the zooms and the dribble handoffs, probably should have played him a little more, uh, to be honest, in in some other areas. But uh, uh, again, just kind of the way the game unfolded, I don't go into it with a mindset of this or that. I just kind of see what the opponent's going to do and how that's going to work. Um, And and Dane's a terrific player, and and he's going to be very, very valuable as we move on. Ty said that Chester kind of talked a couple days ago about being more of a, of a leader, just how does he go about that on a team that's got a bunch of 22 to 24 year olds? Yeah, the position allows that. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a, uh, you know, you're, you're a freshman, sophomore, or you're you're a senior. You know, everybody's going to lead differently. Uh, you know, his job is to, is to to know what people do and get them in positions to to operate and, and, and be be successful. Uh, that's where he can lead. His is coming more from a from a vocal standpoint of uh, relaying coaches' messages and and uh, relaying execution things and, and, and that's where he's continuing to grow and he's doing a, he's had a great week at it so uh, you know we Chester played the position you know, he understands the the mental side of of um, being vocal and leading in that spot it's not just the physical. And, uh, you know, we feel great about what he's doing physically. Now it's just that he's you know, starting to add that, that, that last piece, which is, is communicating a you little know,
5: better. Like I remember in our past years you talked about how much you've lost the opportunities for these long uh, practice weeks to kind of mold your team. Like, what is it that you try to
7: accomplish when you have, you know, so many days without a game? Yeah, it, it, they're us days. We're, we don't worry about it all day. We worry about the things that... You go back over a three or four game stretch and you dig dive, you dig deep into your analytics. You, okay, this is what we're not doing. This is where we're struggling. This is, uh, this is what we've got to clean up, screening angles, little things uh, that, that you, you may miss. You know, We've spent a ton of time talking and working on, on becoming a better rebounding team and, and a more consistent rebounding team. Uh, those are all things that you can really spend a good amount of time on. When you when you have long breaks and uh, uh, you don't ever want to forget about them you know when you get into game prep but but you know we spent a, a ton of time today on uh, and this week on things that, that we needed to clean up and, and, and that's the beauty of these these long breaks we talk a lot about role identification when you've got a team with this kind of experience does that come together uh, quicker more, more easily or? No, I don't think so. I think it, I think some of it happens organically. Um, I think some of it is game to game. I, you know, I think role identification. Uh, you know, I, I want more consistent play out of our bench. Uh, I thought Luke was great the other night at Tennessee. He had seven rebounds, but he had six and a half. I want to make sure we've got. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting Justin con- consistent play. Uh, you know, we're we're Dane. Uh, that there's more productivity. It's not just as much based on what the opponent does, but it becomes more about what we do. Um, I've coached a little more early based on opponent matchups and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm going to try to get back to, okay, stop us. This is what we're doing. But we've got to become really consistent in that role identification, coming off the bench, being productive. You guys know uh, I value that more than I value who starts uh it's great to see quincy back shooting basketball it's great to see you know luke and his performance. It's, uh and what he's done shooting it uh you know consistent play from coleman and it's just we're getting there we're not there yet that's why i keep telling you uh, i love amani i love draven What those guys can do from a talent standpoint it's just getting everybody comfortable and, and uh I, I value our bench so much. It's it's one of the areas that, that we're continuing to grow. And I mean, looking for that consistency. Do you feel like this team maybe knows what's being asked of them, like they have and I, They know what that that role is. I, think so. To look like? I think so. I think so. I mean, I think we're one of the few teams in in college basketball that's that's ranked really high. I don't know our numbers. I don't know offensively and defensively. I think our efficiencies. good on both ends um but there's a reason we got to defend and rebound and you know the first half of tennessee was great we shot 34 percent we left and but we were great on the glass we get out rebounded the second half we lose and and this team understanding what winning is and what leads to winning will help them understand their own roles individually and and we gotta, we gotta look at it from the team side first and then the individual stuff will, will fall into place in terms of role identification but if we defend and rebound i like what what this team's abilities are uh to win a basketball game and, and that's that's always been the focus and, and and our guys are starting to understand that
1: that offensive efficiency seems like it, it's improved and we talked about it before but how, how do you get to that point Really, without a traditional backcourt, traditional type of point guard. Yeah,
7: it's, it's that's for you guys to worry about. I, I don't. Um, it's matchups. It's a mismatch. Um, you know, we've had a lot of success with. You know, I go back in the, into the Rutgers and the Ford Atlanta games, and just in, in, in size and posting, uh, posting different guys. You know, getting Marcus downhill, getting Terrence downhill. Uh, getting tied downhill. Uh, we have Quincy in post-ups. Uh, it's a non-conventional way um, by the traditional Power Forge Center standards, uh, point guard, where we label everybody. It's, but you can become really efficient when you don't turn the ball over. You get the ball close to the rim and you have an opportunity to, to, to score. You know, the closer you are to the basket, the better chance you have to score. I'd like to see our free throw attempts go up. I'd like to see our offensive rebounding improve. But um, those are all creating matchups based on our size and um, our ability to take advantage of some of those matchups.
4: Saw the social media video with Terrence's A Day in the Life uh, deal there. Uh, how, how unique is what he does in his approach?
7: I don't think it's unique to greatness, I think it's unique to people understanding how, how hard it is to be great. There's a reason he's number two in Ken Palm and National Player of the Year stuff, or he was, or I don't know what he is now, but he was. There's a reason that happens. You don't do that by accident. Yes, great genetics, he's, he's gifted, but now you start putting the hard work in, there's no shortcuts to success. Terrence has bought into that completely. And um, you know, how many college kids get up at 4:40 every morning to come in and work out? Not many. And and so there's a there's a there's a different level of approach to him and and, and desire and wanting to be great. And uh, man, I've got so much respect for that. Um, he is he's a sponge. He listens. He always wants to learn. He wants to be coached. He wants to be pushed. He wants things demanded of him. And now he's confident. And um, uh, the good things happen to those who work hard. There's a reason. He's, he's, he's in the place he's at.
0: This feels like one of those leadership and maturity games. You come off the finals week, uh, it's a little distracting. And then also you face a team that's not a marquee matchup, which we have been facing uh, recently. Uh, how do you? feel about your team's ability to handle that and, and
7: show up for it? Well, it is a marquee matchup on our side. There's a reason we put this team in here. Uh, they're really, really good. Uh, strength of schedule, uh, as we continue to, to build our resume, uh, heading into league play and four-league play. Um, they're, they're really a good basketball team. I can, I can show you uh, they've gone on the road. You go on the road to Vermont and win. Uh, you, you know, Arizona was just a dogfight for a long period of time. Um, there should be no slippage from our standpoint. There should be full-on attention paid. That this, is, this is part of uh, a December that, that is, is as challenging as any we've had. And, and we know this team's going to do that. They're unique uh, from their size standpoint. And uh, it's just another challenge to help us prepare, and that's the way we've got to look at it. And uh, um, you know, we put this game in for for it's not a 300-plus Ken uh, Palm strength of schedule game. This is, you know, this is one where you you, you better uh, you better bring your uh, uh, your best or, or your job.
8: Have you ever wondered?
5: Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here, 15,000, another sellout. out We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center.
4: And Illinois overcomes their largest deficit of the season.
5: Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season.
4: The Illini win it.
5: Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com.
2: Where are you headed?
6: To Kelsey Furniture in Tuscola.
5: What do they have there?
6: What don't they have there? Living room furniture, benches, chests, love seats, sectionals, tables, bedroom sets, hutches, nightstands, end tables, cabinets, mirrors, stools, clocks, lamps, pillows, rugs, desks, media consoles, patio furniture, tempur mattresses, and more.
8: So, everything.
6: Yeah, probably could have uh, just said that.
4: Kelsey Furniture, quality for less.
2: Are you one of those guys out there tinting windows day in and day out, all different shades of black and ready to put a little color in your life? Come work for us. At Aftershock, we're looking for a guy with experience in wrapping, whether it be window tinting, vinyl wrapping, anything of that sort, or somebody with just ambition that wants to show up to work and be proud of what they do. You know those wraps with Troy Land's on the back waving at you? That's our work. Call us, 833-DECAL-IT or email office at
4: aftershockdd.com. We want you. Hi, it's Stevie J. So I took my mom into Audible owned by Jeff Hanley, who owns 13 locations around central Illinois. She's had so much trouble hearing for so long. Audible, A U D I B E L for hearing and some of the new technologies. They've got AI now for some of these hearing aids and and they're virtually invisible. It's unbelievable. And it helped my mom. It helped her incredibly. We've been to other places. This is by far the best place I've ever been in for hearing help. Go to audibelteam.com. That's A-U-D-I-B-E-L. If you want more information about Audibel and how Jeff Hanley and his amazing culture and amazing team that they have, go to audibelteam.com. That's A-U-D-I-B-E-L, Audibellteam.com. You'll be so happy you found Audibel. Amazing work. they got a location in Champaign. Go to audibelteam.com. That's audibelteam.com.
6: Welcome to Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Hi, I'm looking for a refrigerator. When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Oh, yeah, well, I just need a refrigerator. Don't need the whole store. But you get it. The whole store. My kitchen is only about this big. You get me. Hello. All those delivery, installation, and service technicians in back. Wow. All those people? The Dick Van Dyke 5 10 year protection plan, which means in the unlikely event something goes wrong in the first five years, your repair cost is nothing. Nothing? 10 years parts coverage on the major components. Looks like I'm getting more than the refrigerator today. Um, how much does this whole store cost? Nothing. Come on. For real. We guarantee to beat any competitor's deal, all that other stuff we talked about, like our service tax. And your 510
4: year protection plan? All included. I'm Dennis Freakin, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. And when we say you get the whole store, we mean the whole store.
3: Wow! Dick Van Dyke!
8: We all have a mission in life. Something that drives us to explore, to grow, to love. And when we discover it, we're made whole. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible. We're here for you on your schedule to make your life just a little bit easier. Whatever your mission is, we're here to support it. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org mission. Have you ever wondered why you pay your bank to have a checking account with them? We do too. At Fisher National Bank, we offer free checking accounts that reward you to bank with us. Our Rewards Cash Back Checking offers 2.02% cash back on debit card purchases up to $500 monthly. No service fees or balance requirements needed to earn rewards. For a free checking account that pays you back, simply make 12 debit card purchases, receive electronic statements, and have one direct deposit within a monthly cycle. It's so simple. We bet you're doing most of these things already. With Rewards Cashback Checking, you have access to Reward Saver, which earns 4.07 annual percentage yield on balances up to $20,000. Reward yourself with free Rewards Cashback Checking and Reward Saver. A few of the many ways Fisher National Bank invests in our customers. See monthly requirements at any branch or FisherNational.com. Fisher National Bank. Exceptional communities, exceptional people. Member FDIC.
0: You know what that means. Thank you to Jeremy Warner, Atlanta Inquirer, for joining us on the Tapman's Towing phone line. Also cool to catch up with.